0: A debate that went deep into the night and early morning hours. We need
1: to be focused on academics and not introduced to As hundreds spoke at the Duval
0: School Board meeting over the new parental rights and education law and a resolution offered by a board member that would ultimately support it, that was tabled for a later date. We'll update developments in the next round of uh, Duval School Board uh, conversations on the heated issue. A rally is planned tonight outside of the Duval County Courthouse in support of abortion rights following the leaked draft opinion from the Supreme Court which suggests the court may be ready to overturn Roe v. Wade. A plan is for a 6 o'clock rally. It's unclear at this moment if a pro-life rally is planned also in Jacksonville. One. One. And J.D. Vance thanking Donald Trump for the push. It
1: ain't the death of the america first
0: agenda as the republican emerges victorious in an ohio senate primary live continuing team coverage with political analyst dr mark caleb smith he's the chair and professor of political science and director of the center for political studies at cedarville university just outside of dayton ohio right in the uh, heartbeat of where jd vance was campaigning over the last several days of this campaign so is this a donald trump win or did jd vance's message ultimately resonate in this primary
1: yeah, I think it's mostly a Donald Trump win. I mean, not to take away from what J.D. Vance did, but Trump's endorsement really took Vance from a mediocre candidate who wasn't polling well, having a hard time getting traction, uh, to becoming the frontrunner and ultimately winning last night pretty handily. Also, if you look at the top, you know, three of the top four finishers in the primary last night, three of them were really pretty closely embracing Trump and Trump's themes. So regardless of who won, Uh, Trump's fingerprints were all over this race.
0: And what's fascinating about all this, Dr. Smith, is that Vance was uh, never Trumper back in 2015-16.
1: Yeah, it really is. And, you know, President Trump tends to be uh, fairly vindictive toward those folks. And so you know that he had to think of Vance as a quality candidate. But also Vance had uh, access to some Silicon Valley cash through Peter Thiel, um, and so that kind of bankroll, I think, convinced Trump that Vance is a credible candidate. And in the end, clearly, he chose well.
0: Were there other impacts in Ohio that the former president was involved in as you look and survey kind of the turnout story yeah. from the primary?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, he endorsed uh, several congressional candidates, uh, some of whom had never held office before. They were victorious yesterday as well. Um, and I think when you look at Ohio and you look at the tone of our politics right now, um, Ohio has this long history of being a fairly moderate you know, sort of bellwether state that's sort of indicative of the whole country. That's changed. I think in the last 10 years, it's become more conservative. It's been more red. And I think Trump is part of that transformational process. And so, uh, you know, we've all been looking since 2020 to think of how much influence Trump will have over the GOP going into the future. At least in Ohio, his influence is still really significant.
0: That leak from the Supreme Court came on the eve of the primary, likely to have more of an impact maybe into the general election. But how do you see that shaping up, even in the call by Democrats to call for action after the Supreme Court leak on abortion?
1: Yeah, I think it's going to head in a lot of different directions. Um, Right now, the push is going to be at the federal level uh, to work legislation through, especially the United States Senate, uh, to turn Roe v. Wade basically into federal law. Of course, that would mean getting rid of the filibuster in the Senate. It would mean persuading uh, some Democrats and a few Republicans who aren't all that interested in doing that. So that's going to be one push. The other one is going to be toward changing state laws, of course. You know, I heard you talking about your three big things there. There are going to be protests. There are going to be rallies. There are going to be lots of arguments about what kind of policies we should be putting forward. And so for the first time in my lifetime, uh, a gubernatorial candidate uh, or a, a state senator or state representative can credibly say, Here's what i think about abortion it's going to become law and it's going to matter in the long run
0: does that benefit one party in terms of the turnout game as we go into the august primaries and then into the november
1: that's it's a great question and so who does it benefit the most you know the fact that this is going to happen to some extent i think that it, it it maybe is going to be a wash because both parties have really strong issues or strong positions on abortion Most of the voters in each of the parties have clearly defined positions. It's part of the reason why they're Democrats and why they're Republicans. So I'm not sure it's going to have a huge effect. If we're going to see something other than that, maybe you're going to see a little bit more enthusiasm from the Democrats, uh, because women feel like this potential decision could be destructive to their rights. But I think on the whole, I'm not sure it will benefit either party, at least in terms of turnout.
0: Dr. Mark Caleb Smith, Chair, Professor of Political Science, Director of the Center for Political Studies at Cedarville University in Ohio. Do appreciate the insight. Always value you when you're with us here.